What's the deal with Block Talk, Talk Radio? Radio? And this ain't much bitch. Guys, you, come on. 
I wasn't the only one. Everybody, come on. Clear. out there for a minute. No, you never gave uh, up. I yeah, I did predict the score. I even got one of the <laughs> I even got one of the goal scores. Uh I don't think many of us come on, Jim. After that game four really thought. I mean, you take all the experts or so called experts, smell rose, ferret face, uh what's his face? Uh Millberry, all of them, they all had the Rangers dead. Fans alike, we've seen this script so many times, and they proved us wrong. And there's a lot of reasons why it happened, I think. And I think the first reason is Chris Kreider. It's just a different team with him in there. They're fast, they're speedy, they also started engaging their defensemen, pinching in, taking chances, working their defensemen, which they haven't done in both series, finally starting to do that. And, and really just jumping into the play and keeping that puck down there. And they, in that first period especially, they showed unbelievable speed. I mean... Uh, between Haglin and Kreider, and just unbelievable. Dale Weissy. Uh, Dale Weissy. <laughs> and uh, Ansimov. Ansimov. Now we are at a critical point. We're at the critical <laughs> mass. The script has been written, I think, for Rick Nash. You may call me crazy. But I only have, despite the brain injury, but I will tell you this. <laughs> if Rick Nash winds up getting a couple goals in game seven, I think, what? Boy, you're really laughing at this. The script has been written for redemption. He is nothing but an un- unsubstantiated rumor at this point. Pierre Maguire. Oh, he's he's not, you know, Doc, he's not scoring, but he's playing great defense. Great. Fan-fucking-tastic. $8 million a year for Jan goddamn Erickson. Come on. I'm sorry. He's got a total, he's got a lot of shots. He looked like he, he actually hit somebody in the first period. I was, he was engaged. I'm still, I can't give up on him yet. I'm not giving up on him. I'm just. Got to make jokes. Yeah, I know. It's hard to get on the New York Rangers. They have taken themselves off the mat and have gotten up and played superlative. Now, we have one thing going against us and one thing <laughs> I just, that's I just made a very inappropriate joke in the chat room. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hard. <laughs> that's terrible, isn't it? Right, well, the thing is, the Rangers, are never, the, the Rangers have never, ever come back from being down three games to one in a playoff series to win. 16 times. It is, well, I guess 17. 16 or 17 times. So that's the bad news. The good news is, in the last seven games, we're 6-1 in game sevens. There you go. 
a couple of them on the recent. Board, right? Yep. And that's more of a recent stat, I would say. I think it's got a little bit more validity. At least that's what I'm trying to fool myself with at this point. So you know what? There's there's no you know, I'm look, there's no more fooling yourself or wishful thinking. This is just a one game series at this point, and it's anybody's game. It's not you know, I don't think it's about, you know, you don't have to they the great thing about them, and I don't know if this is credit to, I, I think there's a, there's a lot of different things that are, that are at work right now. I, I got to give Vino some credit. This team never, they didn't look. They didn't get down on themselves. They were down three one and left for dead by everyone. Hockey news is is right in their eulogy. They're not very good. They're, they've done this. The, the, the whole they're talking about the entire organization's a disaster and and how it's not going to get any better. And you know, I mean. The, the fan base, most of them, except for me, had abandoned them, <laughs> except for me. <laughs> I mean, but, you know, I was thinking about it. Now it's one game. They've won two on the road already. What's one more? Got the better goaltender. I don't know if momentum has a plays a whole lot of into the cuz I happen to I happen to think it really doesn't but you know we got the advantage in goal uh, you know certainly got the emotional lift this you know from you know, what's gone on with and you know I don't want to I'm just going to come out and say it fucking cuz I'm just a fan but you know what I think this team has looked at Martin St. Louis and had hey here's a guy that lost his mother had every reason to cash it in down 3-1, and instead he came back here to play game five with us, and I think the team's riding it. That, hey, whatever, get, if that's what if that's what it took to give him a kick in the ass, well, sometimes that's what it takes. Sometimes you got to bottom out. But I think it had a lot to do with it. Martin St. Louis, nobody would have faulted him if he'd have just went home and said, you know what, guys, my year's over, or, I'm, or I won't be back for game five at, at the very least. Who would have faulted him for that? But I think the rest of the team said, hey, here's a guy who had every reason not to be here, and he's here. And we owe it to him and to ourselves. See, I think it it, it, it certainly played a role in game five. Um, I think the Rangers have changed a couple things that have helped them, like I, I mentioned in the opening. Um, I certainly think that's been a factor. Um, <coughs> they've just been more tenacious and more uh, more attacking. And they've, they're doing what they've done when they're at their best, and that's defensemen getting involved, attacking, and, and, and not laying back. And I mean, there's still some problems. I mean, you hate to be, you know, they won 3-1 today and tonight, and it's all glorious, and now Game Seven, and I think you're right. All bets are off right now, but you gotta, I, I, you know, one game. I'm taking Lundqvist over Flurry for sure. I'm taking our defense over their defense. It's just a matter, really, of, you know, containing Malkin, Crosby, and Neal, which they've done a pretty good job. Of uh, Malkin, and and you know, it's the other guys, it's the Brandon Sutters, it's the, it's in the. The Gibbons, UC Jokinen, and, and, and all these other guys on the, you know, that aren't. 
scoring. I mean, I mean, are scoring, and their their big guys aren't scoring, and the goals are getting it for hitting off our guys and going in the net. I mean, they had some. Henrik Lundqvist played his ass off tonight. I mean, he really was uh, stellar. And yes, John Moore played very well, Cutter tonight. I thought John Moore had one of his better games tonight. Everybody looked good except a few guys. Uh, and I'm sure Jim, I'll let Jim go into well, the guy he thinks hasn't been playing. And let me tell you something. I'm real pissed off at Brian Boyle. What was he doing leaving the ice during that thing at the end? He couldn't wait to get off the ice. This big six foot seven soft piece of shit. Stay on the ice. You never, ever leave the man advantage in a, in a brawl, even though nowadays there aren't many brawls. But just in that scrum, you never have to have them. That's why, what you call it, uh, Kunitz was running around after Dominic Moore. Because, uh, you know, Crosby can't handle Dominic Moore by himself. So, so I'm a little upset about that. Oh, he was forced. Give me a break. <laughs> he was forced by a five foot four linesman. Get out of here, forced. I got nothing but praise tonight. Yeah, got, got nothing but praise. This team is back to the day. Of you if you're following up. You want to be old <laughs> smiles after a game six win? Not me. I got to be bitter. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm <clears throat> I'm glad you you uh, you mentioned about Nash. <clears throat> excuse me, writing a script because <clears throat> I thought. It would it'd be nice to see the Rangers be the team that kind of writes the story here. They've really, in my mind, the only you, you know, ninety four to me that doesn't really count. They were anything less than a Stanley Cup for that team would have been a, a, a failure. The only other time I could really think of the Rangers being the team that kind of wrote the story, and you know, they were they came out of nowhere and 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 you know did some impossible things was. In '85, when they had that that they had that run to the conference finals, but it'd be nice to see. Uh, you know, we always hear the Rangers never doing anything. Oh, the Rangers giving up the first goal to this guy, or the Rangers, the first team in hockey history to lose a three-one, blow a three-one lead in a series when they had you know the moon was in Venus and Sagittarius was in the you know. It'd be nice to see them be the team that gets the the good karma. You know what I mean? For once, for Christ's sake. Right. So Let them be the ones that write this. Yeah, you know the Rangers come back from three to three games. Instead of always being a team, do we have to always be the team that's laughed at? Can we have our moment? <laughs> I mean, come on. Well, I, I think you're getting a little crazy there. I mean, I mean we've hey. seen them blow three-one leads. We've seen them blow five-goal leads. We've seen. You know, I mean, I mean wouldn't it be? You're right. Wouldn't it be like to say, you know what? Remember when the Rangers came? They were down three games to one, and they came back and won the series against Pittsburgh. Right. Wouldn't that be nice to just hear that? To put that in our portfolio for once, instead of all the bullshit. Right. That's what I'm saying. So. And it's possible. I am. Uh, listen, the Rangers are outplaying them. I think the Rangers are. I mean, Pittsburgh got a lot of shots tonight. I think Henrik played his ass off, but that's why we put him, why he's in net and we pay him the big bucks. He's, he's a hell of a goalie. 
And uh, and you're right. They're riding the Marty Sanders. I did the Chris Kreider injection, for lack of a better word, has been fantastic. And he's been – and that, another ridiculous non-goal. Well, it was a goal, but it was disallowed. He got pushed in by Latang, and the puck was in the net before he even hit Flory, basically. Yeah. And still no goal. And again, the Rangers came two key points in that game. That call, and um, what was the other point? I, there was another crucial point in the game where the Rangers had to kill a penalty, and they succeeded. Those are two tough things to come off, if I can think of it, to come off the mat and change the whole the letdown of the non-goal and then killing off the penalty. You know, that, that shows a little bit of backbone. And, and certainly I think Vigneault has been more engaged in these last two games as well. well I actually caught him smiling in the last game. He's, uh, he's uh, teaching, he's getting angry. He was you know, yelling at the refs, refused to do the uh, little interview there with Pierre McGuire. Uh, and the Rangers had a lot of chances they didn't convert on. We missed like three open nets. I mean, there was that one exchange where Stepan and McDonough both had a chance to seal the deal and couldn't. And their only goal was off Kevin Klein's skate. Phoebe. So I, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the Rangers right now, and we said this at the beginning of the playoffs, and I want to know where everybody is at. I said if they go to the game seven of the second round, I will consider this a successful season. Now, I know we're here, and we're going to win, and the whole thing, and they're going to win and get to the conference finals. But if it does end, can you take away the hurt of the game seven loss and look at the whole season as a whole and say it was a successful season? And I don't think initially we would be able to do that. Unless, I mean, now see, people in the, in the chat room are a lot more ahead than I thought they would be of this. See, I, I, after the, now, had they gone out in five, I'd have been pissed. I'd have been upset. Oh, uh, it's unsuccessful. But the way they've gotten off the mat, or mozzarella, uh, you know, the way they've come back in this series uh, you know, these last two games have been their best game. I think the best two games they've played in the playoffs, probably. I mean, they I demolished so Pittsburgh the other night. In Pittsburgh. Demolished them. Dan Bilesma pulled his goalie with four minutes left. What was up with that, by the way? You got two more games in, in to pull. go. Pulling your goalie? With, is it panicking? Game five? He pulls his goalie with four and a half minutes to go? Anyway. Uh, Cutter, that's not bad. Shut up. Shut up. Don't tell me what's good and bad news for my Rangers. You know what's bad news for my Rangers? You rooting for them. That's what's bad news. It's not bad. This team can win on the road. Don't tell me any different. Yeah, no. Get out of here. Go boycott the team with Costa. The Rangers are 2-0 since Costa started boycotting the Rangers. I told boycott the Giants, too. (laughs) Well, even he hasn't been able to slow down the Giants. <laughs> That's how, you know, at least that they've gotten some uh, Super Bowls. I'm surprised he's not a closet Jet fan. But uh, so, anywho, yeah, uh, So I, 
I'm confident. I feel the Rangers can beat them. Uh, the way they were talking, uh, uh, Mike Pillsbury and the other guy, they were talking about how Crosby is off his game. He's all con- concentrated on other stuff. I don't know. I think we just got enough guns like they have. <coughs> I don't see where really Pittsburgh, other than the fact the power play is continues to just frustrate the fuck out of me because it would make the games a lot easier to watch if they could get a power play goal and open up a three-goal lead. They have gotten much better looks on the power play in the last two games. I know that's a, you know, everybody likes to say that when you're not scoring. Bottom line is you've got to put the puck in the net. Marc-Andre Fleury gave up a couple bad goals tonight. I thought the one goal was very bad. Who was that? wasn't Broussard. Who were the goal scorers tonight? Broussard. Haglund and uh, St. Louis. Haglund shot. And then the other day, and St. Louis went off his knee. Yeah, the Haglund one uh, was a bad goal. If I was a Pittsburgh fan, speaking of which, you talk for a second. I'm going to do a little experiment here. You go on here. Talk about who you think really had a bad game, because I know you're trying to be all positive tonight. I I can't really come up. I can't really. I'm not going to. You're getting a little bit on Dan Girardi. Well, yeah, I just don't, I just, you know what, Dan Girardi, and I'm not even going to bash him that much, but he just, he just makes bad decisions when he's got the puck. He really does. I, you know, he is the opposite of Rick Nash. I've been talking up Rick Nash, how Rick Nash has to have the puck to be at his best. Dan Girardi should be at least 30 feet away from the puck at all times. <laughs> he should have nothing to do with it. Absolutely not. He just makes bad decisions with it uh, and you know and he's out why he's still out at that point I have no idea uh, you know if I had a, if I had a dollar if I had a dollar for every for every puck that bounces over his stick at the blue line I'd have a mansion Eddie and I'd be on XM radio because we'd own it I mean <laughs> well because you got Brad Richards back there to cover up for him and why was oh. he out there? I, he's another one. I've had enough of him. Well, buy him out after Game Seven. Buy him out. Wow, we'll still be playing. So we're gonna still need him. That's true. They're gonna buy him out at City Hall at the end of the Cup Parade. <laughs> Would that be great? <clears throat> what's the What's the mayor of New York's name now? De Blasi? De Blasi? Yeah, what's, what's the name? Is it? Yeah. He's got the whole team up on the stage there and handed out the keys to the city. And, and he, he hands Brad Richards the key, and there's like the contract buyout form underneath it. A little something extra for you here, Brad. It's bought out on the stage <laughs> at, uh, at City Hall. You know, the music's playing, and here comes, here comes Brad Richards up. <laughs> anyway. Okay. All right, how's your experiment my... going here? Because uh, I, I don't know what you, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. Oh, you already added stuff. Like I can do twenty minutes by myself. You, you, I know. Minutes, you're over. I, 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 what else do you want me to say? I'm excited. They won. I think they're going to win Game Seven. You know, I, I stuck with them when everybody told me the other night I was crazy, and I was oh, just. 
I, well, you know, I was just wishful thinking, and somebody's telling me, oh, the next time we're on the air, I'm going to play a couple of songs. One of them is Dream, Dream, Dream by the by the Righteous <laughs> Brothers or something like that. I, the other I, one's going to be Dream on, by Aerosmith, and then Dream a Little Dream by Rosemary Clooney, and and You Make My Dreams Come True by Hall & Oates, and uh, Working on a Dream by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah, you know, I'm taking all the heat, but I but alone. Here we go. Where are we now? Game seven. Here we. I never gave up. Not like all you negative Nancys, Henny uh, uh, Pennies. I just you know I really had nothing else to say. I, I'm going to say this is what my plot was on that show. The Rangers had just lost what game four. They had gotten what. 14 shots on that, or 14, 16, something like that. Something like that, It looked like, I mean, you guys got to admit, it was the most disgusting game. The Rangers hadn't gotten a goal in two games at that point, right? (coughs) Got shut out back-to-back games. Is that right? Yes. No. Yes. Yes. By Mark andre Fleury, okay? So I decided before the broadcast that I was going to go on, and I knew you were going to be... The, uh, you know, you, it's, it's not over. You're going to do the whole Bluto thing from Animal House. And I was just, you know what? I was just going to be your fool. <laughs> be like, it's over. It's Andre. over. And I was going to be, there's nothing to talk about. How can I talk about the Rangers when they haven't scored in two games? There's nothing to take. Okay. So, anyway. It's over, Johnny. It's over. Nothing is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. That's right. Okay. This is what's going on in the Pittsburgh forums at this point. Uh-oh. <laughs> Here we pens, go. Are, pens are so soft that even Boyle feels like he's a tough guy now. <laughs> Ain't you- that the truth? When do the guys, when guys that big who normally play small suddenly look like Trevor Gillies? There's a big reason why. We are so soft, it's disgusting. Like I said earlier, good on Kunis to come in there tonight. Good on Latang too late. But this, but this stuff should be a team's ma- a mantra, not part of the course when you're frustrated beyond belief. Don't like our chances in game seven. There's another guy. Don't like it. Here's a question maybe somebody can answer. Why the heck did we get away from the Jacques martin Lemaire trap after game four? Is it just because we haven't scored the first goal? Looking for more substantial answer than a JPEG. Am I missing something? If no changes are made this summer, I'm contemplating terminating my center eye subscription. No sense paying to watch this shit. They're on the run, boys! That's right. We got the Penguin fans on the run. They're giving up. They want changes this summer. There they go. They are running. (laughs) So they are, if their fan base is quaking and they watch them, these are guys on the HF forums, and I'm not saying they're always the brightest people, but they certainly watch all the games. Uh, you know, I think uh, I think we got a good chance. I think we're ready. 
Who knows? They may get a power play goal. <laughs> the Rangers. They got one in game six, five. And now they are beatable. They're on the run. They want Blyce uh, fired. Let's do it. Let's send him packing, too. Here, here's a little, uh, here's a little something from Penn's. It's Penn's blog. They are the uh, preeminent Penguin blog out there. Uh, get ready. Game seven is Tuesday night. The Rangers have woken up, and the Penguins are sleepwalking. They've been. The Rangers are winning more battles. Simple, simple as that. The Rangers came out and put it all on the table right from the get-go in Game Six, wanting that first goal more than anything. They got it, and that was it. The Rangers' strong suit defense has been playing like it. Dan Girardi, Ryan McDonough, and Mark Stahl have played their best game, best games of the series. Not too concerned about what their advanced stats are, but we're guessing they're pretty good since they're passing the eye test. Uh, number one reason uh, for the Rangers winning: Penguin stars have gone from have gone from zero to jammed. Real quick, Dominic Moore is in Crosby's head. Whoa! Wow. Well, I got uh, well, that's uh, Dominic Moore's played great. They better resign this guy because I I really have become a big fan of this guy since he's grown a beard and a set of balls. No, I mean he really has become kind of he's just he never takes a game off. Never. He's always hustling 24-7. Anytime he's playing, he's just always hustling, good on the forecheck, getting in people's faces, taking sticks in the crotch while there's no penalty. Second time in the playoffs that's happened. Carcillo's gotten freaking speared in the freaking Cuyones, no penalty. It's the second time I've seen a goal disallowed by a Ranger that should have been counted. Probably the third Third on second on that that ridiculous goalie interference bullshit. The referee again horrible. Third time, okay. Jason Conley says third time. I'll take his his word for it. And a lot of nonsense. The Rangers have put up with the le- and they bounced back. That game that game uh, five was like you said. Up the- Henrik was really good in the first, and that's all they needed. They. That Pittsburgh was never in that game. Everything just clicked. And um, I think they're the better team. Listen, I, I'm going in with a lot of confidence. I think, I, I think it's like you said, it's a one-game affair, and I think it's about time our New York Rangers flip this, just flip the script and come out on top of one of these things and, and put something good in their portfolio. Yeah. It's about time. Let's let's make a little history instead of being history. <laughs> right. You know, let's write the book for once once in our lives. Yeah, you know, like I said, ninety four that doesn't that doesn't count. Anything short of a Stanley Cup championship from that team would have been an utter failure. So that doesn't it's not, right. it doesn't count. I'm, I'm talking about the Rangers being a a nice story, a feel good story. You guys know what I mean. Oh, Cinderella yeah. story. Sir, yeah. I mean, it, it It would be, and they've got a good chance. It's not like it's a pipe dream. They certainly right. have all the momentum. 
They have a lot of things going for them. And it would be, you know, I feel bad for Henrik because you could see, like, how much he was so glad when that, when that buzzer rang and he was just like, it just he's been disappointed because he's always played well in the playoffs. Always. He's never, ever, ever been bad in the playoffs. He's played at such a high level in the 79, 80 playoff games he's played as a Ranger. He's played 80 straight, something like that. That they, if there's a guy you want to do it for, do it for him. I mean, he's had to endure so much shit. Wouldn't it be nice for him to, to finally get where he wanted? I mean, let's face it. Lundqvist was one of the key players in getting Torchy fired and a couple other guys. Right. And a lot of times when players do a revolt on a coach, it backfires on you. He, he couldn't can, stand playing. And a lot of times it is the players. It's not the coach. But he wanted more an offensive style. He didn't like the way the, you know, it was so much on defense, so much in their zone. I mean, and – and a couple of the players, too. So Torchy went. They got Vigneault. Now, wouldn't it be great for him to be right and for the Rangers to get back to the conference finals in the first year of Vigneault? And not just by, uh, you know, waiting it out and then winning a game seven. They actually came off the mat. This Tor- a Tortorella team would have never been able to do this, would have never been able to come back from three games to one. I mean, uh, yeah, three games to one to make it three three. I, I just, I just feel like I, I just feel like this team has got a lot of guts, and uh, I'm glad for them. And you know, the Martin St. Louis is certainly a great story. I think there are a lot of things on the ice also that have been fixed, <laughs> and the adjustments were not there until Game Five, and they finally. Maybe it's Chris Kreider is the difference. I mean, he's been a playoff. Hey, let's give some props to Derek Broussard, too. Yes, absolutely. I mean, he's had two good, two good playoffs in two years as a Ranger. Like, a lot of people say, oh, you know, Gabrick, they gave Gabrick Nash. And, yeah, Gabrick for Nash. I mean, although Gabrick's down with Los Angeles, and Nash certainly hasn't panned out to what we thought he was going to be. Oh, but he's great but on some defense. of the other guys. <laughs> but Broussard has been very good. I mean, Broussard kind of cancels out the doobie, a little bit of the doobie equation and all this. I mean, the Rangers still get hosed in the trade if it's straight up. But, you know, Gabrick is, whatever. You don't know. Rick Nash scores. <laughs> Rick Nash gets a couple goals in game seven. Even if it's not Rick Nash. The Rangers have been doing it without Rick Nash for now, you know, going on, you know, two years. So. Uh, take a look at the uh, Twitter link that I just posted in the chat room. Take a look at that picture. If if you can. Oh, man. Kunitz really lands Dominic Moore on the left. Uh, no, you're looking. Not, no, not the one Cutter posted. The one above it from me, the Twitter. It's a Twitter link. Oh, okay. Click that picture. Oh, yeah. Yes, look at that. That's awesome. <laughs> it's, a, 
It's, that's he's having fun. I've seen him all year. <laughs> he's having fun. You know, he's having fun. We're having fun. Yes. That's what it's all about. And no, I yeah. don't think they would have that been picture, able to. We're looking at a picture of A.V. with his oh. arms wide, arms akimbo. <laughs> <laughs> Got him up. He's so excited. That's what it's all about. And he really, he's been, you know, he's basically been very uh, sedate back there the whole season. But I think he's he's rallied the team, and and, and that's something that's something good. So <clears throat> he's a breath of fresh air, a calming presence. I mean, I know you could say the St. Louis goal was 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 kind of lucky because it kind of hit off his leg. And certainly there was an amount of luck. But, you know, the Rangers never get any crappy goals. I don't see hitting pucks hitting only Mata's stick and going in. I mean, I, I feel like the Rangers still had a tremendous amount of chances they didn't cash in on. So if they could get cash in on you know, a couple of those, they'll be good. I mean, you know, but they, I think the Rangers want it more at this point. Penguins don't seem like they want it. The Penguins are well coached, and 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 are definitely. I mean, they were number one in the conference. They're, they're certainly very well coached, and they play a good system. And this and that. I really believe at this point the Rangers are more hungry for it. Um, but I think the key for this game is the Rangers have to get production out of their first line, and and the third line. You know, now with Kreider on that first line, you got a chance. But that third line, you know, I don't know. I'll be interested in I guess usually Vigneault will st- stay with the same guys he dressed if they win. So it'll probably be the same lineup. Yeah, there's been no changes in the lineup. There were no changes from game five to game six. So why change for game seven? I, I, <clears throat> I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah, I know. John, Jason Connolly's talking about no Diaz. Listen, Moore's played two really good games since coming back. And the power plays look good. I mean, Diaz played well in that, but I still like John Moore right now. He came back with a little bit of, uh, you know, I want to be in the lineup, but I don't want to come out kind of vibe, which I'm I'm happy about. And uh, I think Mark Stahl's played incredible. Um. And uh, I, really, to have a number three guy like that is a certainly advantage. And I, Paul Martin's had a good series uh, for them, but their other defensemen, Latang has looked a little bit better tonight. Um, Robert Bertuzzo was a non-factor. Um, Oli Mata, he's 18. They got to really work that guy. Um, so I. I I really think if you just look at it, the Rangers could beat them with their speed. I would like to see the Rangers play three periods of that kind of hockey, but it, it, apparent, you know Pittsburgh is a well, like I said, a well coached coach team, and they will give you pushback. They're not going to get run out of the building. They call that timeout after two nothing, and you see how they settle down, Pittsburgh. Right. So they re- they respond to their coach. So, but again, I don't want to make it into like this whole tactical battle because. Really, we should just be enjoying the Rangers winning game six. I mean, that's just a, it's an amazing feat. 
but the most amazing pinnacle feat will win the game seven and then, you know, start a whole new chapter in the book, a Vigneault chapter. First year. Remember that year? Game seven, then we beat the Bruins in the conference, then we went to the cup. Wouldn't that be a nice story in our, our Vigneault chapter? That would be it. Break, you know? Ah, why? Uh, Boston and Montreal appear to be hell-bent on wearing each other out. Well, maybe they'll go seven games. Anything could happen. So Anything can happen. The game is Tuesday. What time is it? 7.30? 7 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Ooh, 7 o'clock. Yes, which sucks for those of us on the West Coast. Oh, sorry. It's 4 o'clock. Why didn't they make it 7.30? Every game was 7.30 over there, wasn't it? No, there was one, I think, that was uh, 7 o'clock for one of the games of this series. Well, it probably starts 7.15 because NBC's, you know, hell-bent on doing the game right. show that goes over. Yeah, they got to so wait and... for 10 minutes. So. so, it's all right. It'll be all right. It's all good. All right. So yeah, I, I'm loving it. I'm ecstatic that they won. I'm I'm, I'm a believer, and uh, I I feel like it's I'm proud to be a Ranger fan. Uh, you know, sometimes you're prouder than others. I was down in the dumps. I mean, after Game Four, I mean, I was probably as low as I've gotten in many years. With like, and I heard it from a lot of people. Who were like, I'm not watching Game Five on Friday. There's no way. I'm, I'm wasting my time on this shit. And we kind of all gave up, you know, in a way. We didn't have too high hopes, but the people that did tune in and did watch, you got to see you and the Rangers prove everybody wrong. And tonight they did it again. That's right. You have an announcement? No. I just wanted to use that song, that sound. I think we have a phone call. It might be Adam. Okay, let's take it. 646-478-4692, the number if you guys want to call in. And let's go. I think this is Adam. Adam, is that you? Yep, it's me. How are we doing, guys? Good. How are you? I'm doing doing great. Happy Sunday. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Victory Day. Happy day all around. Yes, sir. That's right, buddy. So, uh, yeah, I mean... uh, I know, Adam, you're always an eternal optimist, so uh, you, but did you ever waver? Did you, uh... <laughs> I, I hope for the best, but I expect the worst. Uh, that's my philosophy on it. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I was pretty close to the edge. I, here's the best way I could describe how I felt after game four. I had no emotion left. I wasn't visibly or viciously angry. I was just like, that's it. That's it. You know, I'll watch. Uh, I think they have one burst left in them, but, you know, realistically, did I see them winning that game? I didn't. Uh, but Pittsburgh has always been a mentally fragile team. I mean, they, they really do remind me of what Washington was a couple of years ago, where if they're like a bully, where if you just get a, one good shot on them, they're going to start to crumble, and they're going to start to crumble, and that's exactly what we're watching right now. And uh, now they got they have a job. They've gone two-thirds of the way there, and now they have a chance to finish it on Tuesday, and what a story that would be. You know, another thing that really disheartened me was the play of Ryan McDonough in that mm. game four. He was terrible. I have never seen him play that bad. 
I thought this guy's shoulder is got, is, must be falling off because he looked terrible. And in game five, he played awesome, and he was good again tonight. So that's another turning point. Why that happened, I don't know. I don't know why in game four he looked like it was the first time he ever played hockey, which then it's a domino effect because it makes Girardi more exposed, and that makes things even look crazier. Um, and he turned it around, scored the goal in game five. Um, he's certainly back, which makes the whole defense more solid because you can't have your number one defense playing like that. I mean, he, I, I was like, get him off the ice. That's how bad it was. So I, uh, I think that's one of the factors. And, yes, I'm, I'm very happy, and I was, again, I was very frustrated, but I wasn't giving up, even though I may have played the giver-upper on the radio. Yeah, on the radio, I, you know me. I did that little bit, you know. It's over. I'm calling the score. Well, I was right about the score, by the way, I think. Well, As you're I so quick to remind us about. Nah, but, you know, we, we do this show, and you people tune in because we're diehard fans. We're not going anywhere, you know. Oh, better or worse, we're just, uh, you know, we're going to punish ourselves watching this team. But I think we, on Tuesday, we are starting a new chapter. And who's with me? Uh, I'm with I'm you. I'm always here. So, all right. <clears throat> AV, the AV club or is out. Exactly. Justin's right. Just do it. Oh, my God, look at this. Howie Sussman. Mark Stone needs to be taught a lesson. Cheap headshot after cheap headshot on Crosby. Where's He's Matt Cook when you need writers. Oh, my God. Please. Mark, Mark uh. Stone needs to be taught a lesson. Uh, anyway, some of that negative shit. We're victorious. We're going to win Tuesday. That's it. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night. Good night, everybody. So, uh, so anyway, and and, and I, I think every Ranger is, is doing what the hell. I, I have complaints with Boyle. I mean, he made one bad pass where he couldn't clear the zone on a penalty kill. But other than that, he serves his purpose. Uh, Dominic Moore, you know, Dorsett. I think they kind of shortened the bench in the third period, but I'm not sure. I didn't look at the ice times. I didn't see much of him in the third period. Uh, you know, Zuccarello's, uh I thought his penalty was a little bit unnecessary. That was dumb. I thought the, uh, you know, but you could tell that the Rangers were told in the third period not to retaliate. But then I was like, when it's 3-1 with like 50 seconds left, you know what? If they start taking liberties, start fighting back because they really weren't going to score two goals in 50 seconds. You know? and, and, and I think the Rangers have done a good job protecting Henrik. Pretty much. It was actually, a, 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 if you guys remember this, a play in, in, in Pittsburgh's end where there was three of our guys on a whistle where he had held the puck, and we pushed their defensemen out of the way. Like, I was like, oh, my God, I've never seen this by a Ranger team. Our forwards are actually pushing their defensemen, like, you know, away from their own goaltender. Like, we're just going to, you know, we're owning this. So, so anyway. So, we, we all, well, you know, we shall see. But I, I, 
I'm looking good. I, I, I'm feeling good about this. Yeah, I actually like to, I like what I saw from the power play, particularly early on in the game. I thought they were assertive, they were quick, they were confident. Uh, maybe they were a little bit overconfident because it led to a couple of shorthanded chances. But, you know, this, the power play has not been passive in the last two games. And, you know, even if they didn't score on it, you know, those quick decisions, moving without the puck, the, you know, the quick passes, that's what they need to do. And uh, I actually liked what I saw from the power play tonight for the most part. What do you guys think? Oh, yeah, yeah, I thought the power play I was okay the, tonight. Yeah. yeah, I'm with Justin on this, too. He said the last power play was the best one. They had a lot of shots. That was the one where they missed. Was that the one where they missed Stephon the open net? Right? Yeah, Stephon. Yeah, Stephon. He can't put the puck in the ocean, that guy. Shooting from a pier. He really, he's. Sometimes so he looks so, so bad. Yeah, do you think when the referee tripped him up 30 seconds into the game, he was doing Stephon a favor? <laughs> well, I wanted at least a chance to see him shit himself. <laughs> I, wanted, I was like, oh my god, this this is this is a bad omen already. And it's not you can do about it. It's not like you can give the ref a penalty. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's gonna be one of these nights. By the way, was so, that the same referee that did Tyler Carter's goal? Was that the same referee? Was that a diff- different one? Who can tell? They're all buffoons. Although, Steve Miller is considered one of the best linesmen in the league, according to, uh, according to Pierre Maguire. So, oh, well, of course, Pierre Maguire. I mean, well, I if you want to know what college or junior team a guy played for, he's your man. And why the <laughs> fuck is that fucking Doc Emmerich talking about a pie slice the whole game? I know what he means, but listen... Why are you trying to reinvent the game and what things are called? Stop with the pie slice. There was one. There, it was like a knife fight too. One time in the Rangers zone, he said, "That's knife the way by Kunitz. Knife the way by Malkin. Malkin knifes it. Knife, knife." I thought it was like the Jets and Sharks there for a second. It was like uh, with the fucking knives. Put the knives away, Doc. <coughs> That's what I have to say, and I'm sticking to it. Rangers in seven. As predicted. <laughs> never wavered. That's never right. wavered. You never lost faith. Never in Never doubt. lost faith, Jimmy. <laughs> never. I'm, I'm true blue. Uh, All right, Adam, we're going to grab some other calls. We'll talk to you soon. Enjoy yes, game seven. Leave me hold, please. We'll do. Uh, definitely will. Leave me on hold, please. I will. Sidney Crosby on the line, Jim. Is he? Oh, I said. How you doing? It's Dominic Moore. Check me. <laughs> Joe. Jim. Joe. Eddie. Eddie. Joe. <laughs> hey, Eddie. What's going on? Remember before game one, you told me. There isn't an asylum big enough for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, Eddie, five on five, this team, up and down this lineup. Four lines against their four lines, I'll take it all day long. And let me tell you something. I said all year long, Mr. Zuccarello is the straw that stirs this drink. I'm telling you, that line 
has been ridiculous all year long. It's it's one of those lines that just gets put together. You throw it in the you, you throw it out there, and it just nine times out of ten it doesn't work, but it has worked. Man, these guys are ridiculous. Broussard's playing probably his best hockey he's ever played. It's amazing. So's Pouliot. Right now, Pouliot unbelievable. Is, I mean, Pouliot was the guy when he got here. It wasn't didn't get off to a good start, and we weren't ready to run him out of town. But like yeah. you said, when you actually keep lines together for more than three games or two games or one shift, yeah. it tends to happen. Yeah, and, we uh, haven't seen it since Tom Rennie days. And nice to nice to see it, but yeah, they. I tell you what, man. I love the fact that they're they're rolling four lines, no questions. I mean, even Dorsett, you know, with the burst of speed, getting that puck first. Yeah, no. Kreider's speed is just really – I mean, obviously the play the other night where he he lunged to keep the puck alive to the point and then they scored – well, he scored on the rebound. But, I mean, just the speed is just – just to get in those loose pucks to chip them out. They're doing everything they need to do. They're scoring goals, they're getting leads, and they're clamping down. And, and the one thing that they're doing that that uh, the Flyers know best against Pittsburgh is they're frustrating the shit out of them. And, uh, you know, we're, we, we're starting to see Pittsburgh really kind of unravel, and they've allowed themselves to get sucked into bad penalties and scrums, even to the right. end, the, the close and whistle. So if they can keep that momentum going... And the theme of this series, obviously, first goal wins, right? So right. we get the first goal like we did in game one, like we did in game five in Pittsburgh, and off we go. Well, I'm, so I'm you sticking know, with the Rangers in six. My Ranger cap. My Ranger cap See, Joe, I'm a little mad at you, though, because you got my hopes up way too high with the Rangers were going to dominate this series. Well, okay? I never said they would I dominate. Really... I just think that I, I said that Pittsburgh was right for the picking, and I truly believe that. I, I believe that they weren't I rolling. I told all my yeah. friends, Joe C. in Tennessee, he's got me all <laughs> riled up. Rangers are going to win six, maybe five. They match up up and down. This is our series. The Finally, we do it. <laughs> And they all looked at me after game four, and they were like, yeah. you're, a, you're a buffoon for listening to this, man. Yeah. But now, I look like yeah. a genii. A well, genius. you know, I, I, I tell you what, I mean, real, realistically, if, if the power play was, was just, just 25% better in those games that we lost, we... we Realistically, we we may have won already won the series. I mean, we gave up short. We keep giving up shorthanded. Even tonight, we give up shorthanded tries. It's crazy. It's like the other night. I was like, I, I don't want them on the power play. I said this all last year when they were playing on the Tortorella. I don't want them on the power play because that's two minutes that they don't have five on five, and I would take them five on five against everybody. You know. I'd rather if they're not going to do anything but sit around and tic tac toe pass. I don't want them on the power play, and it cost us in games two and three, and you know four. It's uh, but we will see. Well, Tuesday night. Yeah, I mean I've seen more chances by Gibbons 
And Marcel got – how about that Marcel Gotch play? Was that yeah. your heart in your mouth when he put his hands up like he had scored? Yeah. yeah. The referee is waving it off, and I'm like, what? Yeah. What happened? I was – Well, I tell you I what, mean, this game was really – What uh, happened? Uh, on the Rangers side, I, I saw two players I really am starting to see kind of come out a little bit. Uh, McDonough from the last game, but I think he had a good game again. I think Stefan's kind of start. I, I still think he's playing hurt, but I, he's starting to get a little bit more um, involved and getting off some good quality shots. I mean, the one that the one time we're off the post was a was just you know what are you going to do? But it was a hard shot and it was a good shot. I think if he can get get going, then you know we'll be in good shape. It'd be nice to have, see him have a good game seven because we need it. Yeah. But, it's probably going to be the unheralded guys again, yeah. you know, and and it would be nice to see. So I don't know if they'll keep the same lineup. I don't see any reason uh, I can't to change see it. Change it, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, there's I, really no need to change it. Yeah, I mean, who are they going to bring in, Carcillo or Diaz? It's not going. It's not going to happen. I mean, Kreider's back now. They're not going to put. Uh, you know, they're, they're not going to change the lineup. I mean, it's working. It's worked the last two games, and we have the momentum. Why would they even tinker with one line, you know? Right. Yeah, so, yeah. I, when you're right, I will laud you, and I will have my friends call this show and, and, and <laughs> worship at your yet. shrine. But I, I like it's to, over. I like We're ready. It up again. So, yeah, man. You guys so negative. I have to always keep you guys in check. <laughs> Yeah, I had a couple of friends that didn't watch Game Five. They're like, oh, I can't watch it. I can't uh, watch them. Like, them. Come on, come on, can't watch it. Well, there's no pressure. We're down three games to one. There's no pressure. Like you know, it's not like this is Game Seven where you, you know, you're losing hours off your life. You know, you're ready to to to, to be rushed to the ER because you can't take it anymore. To be quite honest with you, I'm 45. I look back. You know, I, if you watch a little bit of Game Seven against Vancouver, when we were cleaning that one goal lead after Linden scored in '94, I, I, I would probably have a fucking seizure. I, I mean, thank God I was this, uh, young back then. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just so oh. so stressful, you know. Yeah, even Game Jim's Five is really not the... stressful, <laughs> you know. So. Right. Well, it, it becomes a point where you feel like you're giving so much to the team energy and, and emotion-wise, yeah. and they're not giving it back to you. You're like, I'm just fucked this yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm not going through. But Ranger fans endure. They indulge. They succeed where others have failed. That's right. And That's I, right. I, asked Jim, I asked Jim today. I was like, Jim, tonight. I go, if they win, you, you, know, you want to do a show. And he's like, if I don't have a stroke, this was in the third period. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's was, it was true, man. Time. I mean, you know, when you die hard, you die hard. You, you live and die, you know. And anybody that, that was a fan before, uh, you know, like growing up in the 70s and 80s and, you know, had to endure all the all the bullshit with watching the Islanders win it at our expense and, Ooh. you know, and, and then listening to Pittsburgh. I used to have to listen to Pittsburgh fans and sports bars in the early 90s when they were winning their two cups and, you know, their stupid little 1940 comments as I'm walking by with the Rangers letter. And, uh, you know, you live and die with them. So, uh, well, we're going to live. Work, eight, right? seven, hey, we live. Up. <laughs> I always say we can, we, it could be worse. You could have grow up, grew up in New Jersey. 
<laughs> oh, Jim, she was that shot. Episode. Well, you know what I mean. I mean, being a Devils fan, not growing up in the state, but being a Devils fan. I think the state also is kind of. <laughs> All right, boys, I'll let you just go. All right, take, take care. care, Joe. All right, see you guys. Right. Yeah. Later. All right, one last phone call, and then we're done. Katsi, make it quick. Hi, guys, how are you? Good, how are you? Hello, uh... Hello, how are you? I'm Hello, doing Jeffrey. good. Um, fantastic game six win. Didn't lose. I didn't lose faith in the team. I don't know why. Uh, well, I think that's good. Showing that your second favorite team still rooting in, not giving it. Jeff, I, I got to say, you got you really impressed me with your fortitude sticking with the Rangers. Well, that that's why. Well. Th- these playoff runs are why I picked the Rangers over Vancouver to be my number two team because Vancouver seems to overachieve every year. And basically New York doesn't really overachieve. They underachieve or they achieve just enough. Yeah, I think uh, the Rangers are career underachievers. And, uh, but this time it's going to be different. You know what I think? I think why Flurry is thinking it up the past few games is because everyone is praising his play, and it's like reverse psychology. So if, so if someone says, you know, Flurry's playing bad, he's just going to prove the critics wrong, which proves a lot of Rangers fans wrong, and that's why Pittsburgh might win. And they're not going to win, by the way. Trust me. You're my honey bun sugar plum, pumpy umby umpkin. You're my sweetie pie. You're my cupcake gumdrops. My version's better, Jim. Trust me. <laughs> I know. Your version's terrific. Exactly. Who the fuck is? You're my yummy, yummy cupcake. Yummy, yummy cupcake. Fuck that. Fuck that shit. It should be, you're my yummy, yummy Crosby. Yummy, yummy Crosby. Suck my... Suck my cum. Oh! God. He's working blue now. Oh. Yeah, don't no, no. I'm not cutter. as cut as I think I am. You are. I'm, I'm not very clean cut. Me. Oh, fuck. Oh, 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 for me. Terrible. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, for me. What an awful call. I got to go. I got things to watch. <laughs> this, is, Jeff, this is what Alexander Simon. Graham Bell invented the phone for? God. Uh, Insufferable. Right. Rangers, game seven win. We'll talk to you after that. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody.